and welcome to episode 601. 601 episodes of this podcast? How cool is that? We can only do it because of you. This podcast is Monster Kid Radio, the podcast devoted to the classic and sometimes not so classic genre cinema of yesteryear. I'm your writer, host, and producer, Derek M. Cook, and I'm welcoming you to the show this week because I'm excited about this show. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about every episode of the podcast. I'm excited about Monster Kid Radio. That excitement has not waned over the years because every week I get to hang out with you and talk about our favorite topic, monster movies, specifically those of the classic or not-so-classic variety. What are we doing this week on the show? Well, we've got Mark Natsky's Beta Capsule Review. We've got Kenny's look at Famous Monsters of Filmland. And I have an email that I actually meant to read on last week's big episode, uh, episode 600, and I didn't, and I am so sorry for that. So I'd like to read it right now before we get into the meat of this episode. This comes from our friend at Go Forth and Game, Tom Garganis. Tom, what is up, brother? Here's your email. Hey, I thought I'd send you some email feedback instead of Facebook messaging you. I appreciate that. It really helps out when I'm trying to organize everything for an episode of a podcast. Well, except for last week. Anyway, the email. I really enjoyed the House of Wax episode that just happened a couple of episodes ago. It was fun and reminded me that I had not seen it in a long time. I plan on watching it over Christmas break. It also put me in the mood to watch Vincent Price movies. So I finally watched The Fall of the House of Usher. It was pretty good. Price, of course, was fantastic. His Roderick was tragic and menacing at the same time. The other players were fine and the sets were awesome. It's a nice, moody, mysterious film. An excellent entrance in the Corman Poe series. That's the Price's best performance, in my opinion. I think I'll go with Last Man on Earth. For now, anyway. It's a haunting performance. And he is really doing it solo. He nails the sadness and tragedy of the character so well. House of Wax also piqued my curiosity about how many Wax Museum movies are out there. I need to make a list. And as a result of Chris's bonus material about House of Wax... I watched Chamber of Horrors. It's good. Patrick O'Neill was great as the main villain. The cast is rounded out with solid performances by Cesar Denova, Wilfred Hyde-White, and Laura Devon. I may have mispronounced a couple of those. You absolutely can see that its roots are in House of Wax, especially in the Wax Museum itself. That's enough for now, Tom. One, never enough Tom to go around. So, no, that's not enough for now. Um, I'm glad you're enjoying some Vincent Price deep dives, and I hope you had a chance to watch uh, House of Wax over the Christmas break at some point. Uh, it really is one of Price's bests. You know, when it comes to the Corman Price pictures, I'm aware of them. I've seen some of them, but it is one of my weaker areas. So I really should spend some time getting into those and just maybe even talking about them here on the show because I don't think I've talked about any of them. Mask of the Red Death, Tomb of Ligia. I mean, I've definitely talked about the Haunted Palace, but... Technically, that's not Poe, even though it was billed as Poe, and there's like a Poe quote. Anyway, I really need to get more into those, just because they're so gorgeous to look at, if nothing else. And it is Vincent Price, except for the one time when it wasn't. It was Ray Milan, wasn't it? Anyway. Uh, Chamber of Horrors, definitely something I'm going to talk about with Chris in the future, sometime in 2023. Tom, thank you for writing in. If you want to be cool like Tom and you want to contribute to the show via email, please email me at monsterkidradio at gmail.com. You know what? What the heck? I'm in a feedback frame of mind. We have a voicemail from Captain Billy. Hey, Derek. Hey, group. Captain Billy here. 
now it's my turn to be sick. So I have no energy. Uh, kids, don't listen to Derek's show. I'll get you sick. I just wanted to thank you for letting me be the co-host on your 600th episode. I was quite surprised. I got to I got to hang out with you in the studio there and uh, ask you all kinds of comments. So thank you very much for letting me. Uh, I would have worn my good, good suit if I got my invitation in, uh, in time. So uh, that's it. Like I said, I feel terrible. So hope you had a good. Uh, hope you had a good Christmas. Hope you have a great New Year. I'll talk to you later. Oh, Captain Billy, I'm so sorry. I don't think I got you sick. I don't think it's been scientifically or clinically proven that COVID-19 can be transmitted this way from podcasts, from my microphone to your ears. But I'm always looking at the science, so, you know, I'm willing to to, to, to reevaluate. I don't know what I'm talking about. Captain Billy, bottom line is I'm sorry you're sick. Uh, he was referencing being a, a quote-unquote co-host of last week's episode. That's because I had a bunch of voicemails from him that I'd been sitting on that I just hadn't gotten through yet because I got sick and the podcast just kind of fell behind a little bit. Captain Billy, I hope it's not COVID-19, but whatever it is, I hope you're on the mend and you're back up to your regular Captain Billy-ness here soon, my friend. Thank you for being part of the show, of course. I appreciate everything that you do and all the great questions and feedback that you have for me via voicemail. And if you want to be like Captain Billy, not sick, but, you know, one of the cooler cats, you can call and leave me a voicemail at 360-524-2484. Before we get into more of the show, I do want to remind everybody that you have until December 31st. So depending on when you listen to this, you may still have time to participate in the second half of this year's Monster Rally Retro Awards, which is where we here at Monster Kid Radio honor the best actors, actresses, movies, directors, and monsters of previous years. And, man, this ballot is insane. 1957 and 1958 were all put together, and there are a number of options here. You can even write in your own vote if you want. For example, Kenny recommended something last week that we didn't put on the ballot. So if you want to join the Kenny contingent, (laughs) you can write in your vote as well. Go to tinyurl.com slash rallies2002p2. That's tinyurl.com slash r-a-l-l-i-e-s 2022p2. There is a link in the show notes over at monsterkidradio.net, of course. And uh, spread this around. Let people that are into monster movies know about this. And we'll tally up all the votes and we'll announce the winners sometime in January when I have Steve Sullivan back to go over the results. So again, tinyurl.com slash rallies 2002p2. Let's talk about this week's episode. You know, it's the end of the year. I'm feeling a little reflective. This year has just been crazy for me. All sorts of things happening. Changed from one job to another. Worked in a haunted house. Got freaking engaged to somebody who is just so wonderful, creative, beautiful. Works in a haunted house as well. Designs haunted houses. Is into all the geeky stuff that I am. We're currently building a Lego set together. Well, not currently, currently. But we're working on a Lego set together. Beth is amazing. And she's even been on the show a couple of times, which is so cool. So I got engaged and, you know, then I got sick with COVID-19. And as of right now, I am burning my fingers, working my fingers to the bone as they are flying over a keyboard as fast as I can make them go to get a novel done by the end of January. I'll spare you all the details on that, but uh, 
I may have bit off just a little bit more than I can chew. Or at least I meant to not do that, but then COVID-19. I'm going to talk about this in a future YouTube video. So I'm just going to put a pin on that. But the bottom line is, is 2022 has been nuts. And like I said, I'm feeling a little reflective. And I want to look back at the year that was for Monster Kid Radio. And I want to make Monster Kid Radio better for 2023. I want to give you what you want, give you what you have come to expect, and then some. Sure, I'm going to do things for me too, because that's why I keep it interesting for myself. But one of the things that I love doing is serving you what you want when it comes to talking about classic or not-so-classic monster movies. So there will be a listener survey that I'm going to highly encourage you to participate in because it'll help me kind of formulate what I'm going to do in 2023 and maybe even beyond. I'll talk about the survey here in a little bit, but first, let's get to Mark's Beta Capsule review right after this. I say there are things better left unsolved. what waits for us in nature's no man's land. Impossible, unbelievable, fantastic. But I tell you, it could happen. It could happen. It could happen. It could happen. Yes, it could happen. For various authorities believe that buried somewhere under the polar ice cap, in a state of suspended animation, are the awesome creatures the leviathans that roamed the earth at the dawn of time. And under certain conditions, a nuclear explosion could free one from his icy tomb. Then, guided by instinct, the beast would come back, back to the caverns of the deepest Atlantic where it was spawned. An armored giant wreaking his prehistoric fury on modern man and his puny machines. Cities would be terrorized by the cruel intruder from the past. Populations crazed and panicked with fear by its destructive force. Granite and steel would crumble. Soldiers and their weapons would be powerless before the onslaught of the beast. The beast. The beast. The beast from 20,000 fathoms. Herald Square, 34th Street, Broadway. Every section of the city is guarded. No one knows where the monster will strike next. Another one, Colonel? No. You know what the radioactive isotope is? No, but if it can be loaded, I can fire it. I'll load it. Just remember one thing. This is the only isotope of its kind this side of Oak Ridge, so you can't miss. Wildest, weirdest adventure you've ever seen. Ah! 
everything goes. And everything grows. And this is where the fun really began. I wonder if this makes everything grow. Hey, will you cut it out and leave it alone, huh? Freddy boy, if I want to try some of this stuff, just don't you try and stop me, understand? And try it, they did. are going to take over this town. Now, first of all, there's going to be a nine o'clock curfew for all adults. It's wild. It's way out. It's Village of the Giants. Whether you like it or not, little man, we're just going to have to show you what's good for you, that's all. Maybe we don't like your club either. You're in it anyway. See what happens when young rebels explode <clears throat> 30 feet tall. Village of the Giants. Live from the Land of Light in Nebula M78, home of the mighty Ultra Heroes, it's Monster Kid Radio's Beta Capsule Review. Scientific research into humanity's genetic cousins unfortunately takes a wrong turn, bringing the Ultra Guard into a direct confrontation with the terrifying Super Ape Man in the 44th episode of Ultra 7. When policemen are killed by an unusually powerful assailant, the Ultra Guard begins hypothesizing about the killer. Eyewitnesses claim they saw an ape fleeing the scene, making a three-meter jump, but an analysis of blood left by the figure reveals that he was human. Anne and Dan look for answers at a local primate facility where they encounter a large, apparently mute groundskeeper. After he is bitten by a captive monkey, Anne bandages his wound before taking a meeting with the professor in charge of simian research. The groundskeeper, meanwhile, sabotages the TDF pointer, which keeps Anne and Dan at the facility overnight, and the situation quickly devolves from there. The duo discovers nefarious experiments taking place, but are too late to prevent the release of a gigantic golden lion tamarind. Only Ultra 7 has the ability to stop the giant monkey's rampage. Ultra 7 can sometimes seem deliberately reminiscent of Subaraya Productions' first series, Ultra Q, and that is certainly true of episode 44. The second episode of Ultra Q to air featured a giant ape and his human caretaker, both known as Goro. Here, the groundskeeper at the center of the action is eventually called Gori, and both stories raise questions about primate captivity. 
Sadly, the giant monkey in the terrifying Super Ape Man is more silly looking than scary, but the transformation scenes of Gory becoming an Ape Man are more effective, with his final appearance bearing more than a passing resemblance to John Chambers' Planet of the Apes makeup. That film was released in late April of 1968 in Japan. Episode 44 of Ultra 7 came out in early August of the same year. The listener can draw their own conclusions, but the fact is Subaraya would employ the same technique, and some sources say the very same mask, in the 1974 television series known in the West as Time of the Apes. For Monster Kid Radio's Beta Capsule Review, this is Mark Mansky reporting. So with my being sick uh, and having to basically shut everything down, there were only 47 episodes of Monster Kid Radio. Well, 48 if you count this one, but then I'm going to take one away because one of them was not produced by me. That was by Steve Turk with Jeff Owens as a guest. So I only put together 47 episodes of Monster Kid Radio myself, and I'm kind of over beating myself up about it, but believe you me, I beat myself up about it for a long time when I got really, really sick with COVID-19 and everything kind of just happened. It was rough, man. Uh, I really was sick, but I think I made it worse because I just kept regretting that I didn't get the show done. Now, I'm over that. I'm not looking for an attaboy or that's okay or whatever. I just want to acknowledge that. So 47 episodes of Monster Kid Radio, and a lot of them were our typical usually typical episode of MKR where I have somebody on and we talk about a movie. Sometimes I had more than one person on. There were a couple of times when we just did some basic interviews and that sort of thing as well. I went and I double checked and I do keep track of all the movies that I watch. I I have a media consumption spreadsheet that I host on Google Docs and I just exported it to Excel so I can kind of manipulate the data a little bit. And I'm a little uh, shocked because when I look at this, I show that I only watched, wow, one, two, three, nine new movies last year that are considered classics or or the kinds of movies that we would talk about here on Monster Kid Radio. I like to watch movies that I've never seen before because I like to experience new films, especially when it comes to the podcast because I feel like it makes the experience that much better for folks, or at least for myself. When I'm recording. Now, if I look at that Excel document, though, and I take away the first time qualifier, uh, you know, it adds a little bit more, uh, only 14 movies. I'm not sure how that happened. Sometimes I do forget to update my spreadsheet, so maybe that's the deal. But for the most part, it looks like I didn't really watch a lot of movies for fun or for the podcast last year in the classic horror, classic sci-fi, or other genres. I suppose I could add the two kaiju films that I watched. One was a short film, one was a feature film to the list as well. And that kind of ups my number a little bit. But still, I feel like I didn't watch enough classic genre cinema in 2022. I'll work on that. Now, I did watch a grand total, so far at least, of 115 movies. 90 of them were features, 25 were shorts. 78 of them were all first-time watches for me. I'm not sure how this happened. I watched more movies in the theater than I expected. 32 movies in the cinema. Cool. Only two of them on Blu-ray and three on DVD. Only five physical media viewings and the rest was all streaming. 
Interesting. Anyway, I look at these numbers and I, I just find it fascinating to look at uh, when it comes to my media consumption. I track my books as well, but that's not really why you're here. And when I look at everything here, I do show that most of what I watch are horror movies, whether it's classic horror or modern horror, that sort of thing. I do notice that I have more fan films in here than normal, however. But again, that's not really relevant to what we're talking about here. I don't know if it's because I've just gotten a lot busier. I don't know if it's because I got sick there and I didn't watch nearly as many movies in October because I was working at the Haunted House and normally I do a whole bunch of horror movies or monster movies marathons in the Haunted House. Also, I don't track on here the movies that I would show on the Monster Kid Radio Twitch stream. So there's that as well. And oh, the Twitch stream, the Twitch stream, the Twitch stream. I miss the Twitch stream. It was starting to get kind of rough there towards the end before I got sick and had everything happening in October even before that. I, I kind of used that as an excuse to kind of slow things down in terms of how much work I was putting into the Twitch stream. I loved bringing to you movies that you might not have seen or programming movies. What an amazing thing that was to be able to program an entire day's worth of content with movies that are thematically connected somehow or just you know, in terms of vibe or, or actors or directors or whatever. It was just so much fun. And I got addicted to it, which is why we expanded into doing things on Tuesday nights as well. And that was just awesome. If I could, like, take over TCM or Comet or something on Retro TV or MeTV for, like, a, a weekend and just program my favorite movies or movies that I think would make an interesting double, triple or quadruple feature. How cool would that be? That'll probably never happen. So I have my Twitch stream for that. And that was so cool, but it takes a lot of work and a lot of time. And I started running out of ideas for themes or, or things to put together. Plus we were always kind of restricted because I didn't want to violate copyright through Twitch. So I wanted to make sure that I only showed things that I had permission to show things that were in the public domain or things from independent filmmakers that gave me permission to show their films, their movies, their projects on Twitch for which I am incredibly grateful. So for people like Ansel, Josh, Chris, and all the others, thank you so much for letting me show your work. Joe, thank you. You made the Twitch streams that much better. Know that. And I really hope I help to drive a little bit more of awareness or maybe even sales your way. Anyway, I loved doing Twitch, but then I missed it. But then I was grateful to be away from it because it gave me a break. And I don't know, man, I, I really do miss doing Twitch. I would love to do more live streaming anyway, whether it's showing monster movies or just hanging out. I don't think I could ever be a, a Twitch gamer just because I don't play video games very often. I don't think I'd be very good at it, let alone very entertaining at it. But just hanging out with y'all on Twitch would be awesome to do on a more regular basis. But with the day job and everything else, it's, it's probably not realistic. But Twitch kind of took a hit in 2022. And I'm sorry about that. I'd like to bring it back and build it back up into something. Baby steps, you know, baby steps. I have referred to my COVID-19 as kind of like a, a soft reboot. The, the world's slowest reboot. Because there are still days that I get a little brain foggy. I don't know if I technically have what's called long COVID. I am taking a, a big cocktail of vitamins and minerals and zinc and all sorts of other stuff to try to fight it. 
But, you know, every once in a while I still get a little zombified and not in a good way. And, I, and I'm going to blame the COVID-19. Certainly not going to blame my lack of sleep or trying to do too much at once or whatever. I'm going to blame the COVID-19 for that. But what I'm getting at is that COVID-19 really forced me to shut everything down. And I am right now reevaluating everything in my life, everything that I've been doing, everything that I want to do, plans and everything else to try to rebuild and put things in piece by piece, one step at a time. And I know the Twitch stream will be coming back. What shape will it be in? Well, I don't know yet. In fact, you might even be able to help me make those decisions regarding the Twitch channel and stay tuned for that because you know, we'll talk about that here in a moment. I would love to bring it back in some way, shape, or form because I've missed it. I also have really missed just doing things out and about for Monster Kid Radio. You know, I slowly started putting things back into the column of what I'm comfortable doing out in the public uh, in terms of, you know, health and everything else, the endemic, whatever's left of the pandemic, whatever. And because of that, I, I've been a little bit more adventurous. I went to the Lovecraft Film Festival this year for the first time in a couple of years. I skipped it last year. I, I oh, It was so weird because I've done it every single year, but I skipped it last year. This year I got to go and I was a panelist and that was a blast. I didn't get to introduce any movies there because, well, I was only there for like one day, but I did get to introduce some movies at the Joy Cinema and that was so much fun. Gosh, I forgot how much fun that was. I loved that. And I would love to do more than that. It's a little bit more difficult to get down to the Joy now that I live in Vancouver instead of, you know, the Portland, Oregon area near Tiger, near the Joy Cinema. But I miss doing that. And I would love to do more of that in 2023. Vancouver doesn't have the uh, denseness of movie theaters that the Portland, Oregon area has. In fact, there's only one movie theater that shows older films and they usually have a pretty tight programming schedule with presenters and everything else. So kind of breaking in to what's happening at the Kickins Theater, I don't know if that's possible. But I do miss introducing films, and, and I would like to get back to doing that as well. Again, if I could find a day job or a night job, I, I'm not picky, whatever, uh, <laughs> introducing movies, programming movie blocks on cable television, whatever, I'd be one happy dude. I really would. So I miss all of that. And I was happy to bring that back as well. Obviously, the biggest thing that happened for me in 2022, way to bury the lead, Derek, was getting engaged. You know, meeting Beth at the beginning of the year, falling in love with her, working with her at a haunted house, and then proposing to her in said haunted house. Amazing. And y'all have heard Beth on the podcast a couple of times now. And She's probably going to be part of the show moving forward on a semi-regular basis because she and I have so many similar interests and we're going to be doing a lot of things outside of MKR anyway. So, you know, she'll probably end up on here as well as I try to multitask and double dip and everything else. But Beth has been amazing. I don't know if she's going to listen to this episode. I don't think she actually subscribes to the show. She does listen when I do the Twitch thing, but on the off chance that you're listening, Beth, I love you so much and I cannot wait to be your husband. That's happening in 2023, by the way. So you'll probably get to hear some wedding plans and wedding discussions on the podcast. Don't worry, I'm not going to overwhelm you with it. We're still going to keep things monster movie focused or monster movie centric. But, you know, it was kind of a big 
big, big deal for me in 2022. And it's impacting every single part of my life. Wednesday loves Beth. So, you know, it's it's perfect. Mm, man, I love that woman. Yeah. You know, okay, you know what? I could gush about that. I'm not going to. Let's get back on track. I have been going through my library, my archives, all sorts of stuff. And if you follow me on Facebook, you can see me post various eBay links off and on sporadically over the past several months. I'm going to keep doing it because I've got so many monster movie books and magazines and things like that that I don't read anymore. Now, they've all been read at least once and I've committed what I think is important to memory. But, you know, they're just sitting on a bookshelf. Or in a box somewhere. And honestly, it's felt good to see the Monster Kid Radio collection get broken up and spread out amongst all the other Monster Kids out there. So thank you if you've supported me this way by buying my stuff on eBay. It's been really helpful. One, it's helped me pay the bills. But two, I'm going to be moving in with Beth. And I... Don't know if there's going to be room for an entire room full of monster magazines and books and such. And and that's fine. I'm sure she'd make it possible if I was bringing all that stuff along. But I moved from Beaverton, Oregon to Vancouver, Washington (sighs) with so much stuff. (sighs) I I can't know. While Beth lives like five minutes from me, I don't want to do that again. (laughs) No. So thank you. It's been a real treat to get all of that out. To, to those of you who are interested in giving these items a new home. You know, when I got sick, I had so many people reach out to me, wanting to make sure I was okay, understanding why Twitch wasn't running or why there wasn't a podcast. And even Steve Turek, who, you know, has his own thing now. He's doing his own podcast. He's knocking it out of the park. He does the Hammer series over there with Alistair's where Just fantastic work. He still reached out to me to ask if I wanted him to do a show for me. And, you know, that touches me. That means a lot to me. As well as having people like Kenny and Mark submit stuff to me on a regular basis. You know, I, I didn't ask for any of that. They came to me. And I think their contributions make the podcast better. It makes putting the podcast together even more fun for me because I get to listen to this stuff too as I'm editing everything together. That makes me happy, and I hope y'all are getting something out of it too. I'm sure I'm forgetting a lot of things that happened in 2022 for me. And all of these things that have happened or are happening happen because I've got you having my back. So I just want to say Happy New Year to you. If that's something you celebrate, if not, happy January 1st or whatever. And I just, I hope that you know that you've made a difference and an impact on me. I hope I get to do a little bit in return for you and that uh, we can continue to, you know what, they talk about parasocial relationships and are you really friends with the people that you know online, that sort of thing. So many of you have become my friends. So my friends, happy new year. Now stay tuned because we've got Kenny's look in Famous Monsters of Filmland and then uh, we'll wrap things up and I'll let you know how you can help maybe determine the fate of Monster Kid Radio moving forward. True terror is me.
soft, cold caress of the raven's wing. Ooh. Your hand is so cold. A woman whose desires transcend reality. The mysterious powers of black magic. These you will explore. Now, what is it you need? You got some dried blood off a bat in the house? The raven will take you careening through the darkest of dangers into the ominous mystery of a master magician's evil castle. Afraid, my dear? I offer you a choice. The secret of your hand manipulations or this against this. This is no answer. Very well, then. A duel to the death. Quoth the raven, nevermore. This is Alfred Hitchcock. Watch out for the birds. Hello there, Monster Kid Radioheads. This is Kenny with a look at Famous Monsters of Filmland. A new year is starting, and the internet is buzzing with all the new movies and shows that will be coming out. Frankly, I ain't that excited. I am totally over superhero movies, and I can't stomach more sequels and remakes. Let's go back 60 years, to 1963, and see what it was like to be a monster kid looking to the new year. In FM 21, the first of 1963, we have an article entitled, The Crystal Ball which lists over 100 movies slated for release in that year. Let's see how many made it to the screens, how many we remember, and how many dream projects never made it. Go, Po, Go! 113 years too late, Edgar Allan, who died penniless, is being honored by million-dollar productions of his works. With five down, American International Studios announces 10 by Poe to go within the next five years. The Raven, triple-starring Boris Karloff, Vincent Price, and Peter Lorre, has just been completed, and shooting is scheduled to start April 10th on The Mask of the Death, the horror story in which FM's makeup contest winner Val Warren will be flown to Hollywood for an appearance before the camera. Between now and 1967, AIP President James Nicholson told me on the set of The Raven, we're scheduled to film Poe's Haunted Palace, Murders in the Rue Morgue, The Gold Bug, a Descent into the Maelstrom, Lygia, The Angel of the Odd, The Four Beasts in One, and The City in the Sea. Close to 100 pictures are already prophesied for production and or release in 1963. So many titles, in fact, that in the limited space available to us in this installment of our news department, we can do little more than list most of them. So I'm going to go through this list and give some comments here and there. So bear with me as we see close to 100 movies to be released in 1963. The Animal, The Astro Beast, Beauty and the Beast, Beowulf, Bert I. Gordon Project. Don't think it was done. Billy the Kid, 
versus Dracula. They later softened it up and it was meets Dracula. The Birds, Hitchcock. The Black Door. The Black Zoo. Bleak House. The Boy with Two Heads. Jerry Lewis. The Brain of Donovan. The Candy Cobweb. William Castle's Next, a horrific comedy. Captain Nemo and the Floating City, Jules Verne. Captain Sinbad. Carnival of Souls. Variety reports, Girl in Drag Race goes off-bridge to quick watery death. Through balance of film leads eerie existence. Old pavilion in state of disintegration has peculiar fascination for her. Fantasies and dreams abound and ghostly man appears to chill her from pools. Mirrors and assorted visions. Leading lady plays lovely haunted phantom throughout the 75 of film's 80 minutes. The case of Charles Dexter Ward, H.P. Lovecraft. The Children, Costa Brava. The Damned, Mutant Children. The Day Mars Invaded Earth, Day of the Triffids. Depth of the Unknown, Dr. Mabus in the Steel Net of The Invisible. The A Thousand Eyes of Dr. Mabuse. Continuing new series. Dr. No. Now, I think they're a little bit late for that one. That came out in 1961 after talking about the James Bond movie. The Dunwich Horror, H.P. Lovecraft. Emperor of the Dark Chamber. El Espejo de la Bruja, Mexican, The Witch's Mirror. Face of Terror. The Fantastic Voyage. Jerome Bixby, and Otto Clement. If it's THE Fantastic Voyage, that's a little bit early for that one. First Men in the Moon, Harryhausen. That would be coming out two years later. First Spaceship on Venus, The Ghost of Drury Lane, Ghost Squad, TV series, Gollywog, Gorath, The Great Deluge, The Great Martian Invasion, The Hands of Orlac, the Haunted Village, based on H.P. Lovecraft's Weird Shadow over Innsmouth. The Haunting. The Horla, Guy de Maupassant classic. The Human Vapor. I Am Legend, Richard Matheson's script from his own modern vampire classic. Invasion of the Animal People. Jason and the Golden Fleece, Harryhausen. We know that was changed to Jason and the Argonauts. Jesse James meets Frankenstein. Um, I think they wanted to get some sex appeal to that, so it was changed to Jesse James meets Frankenstein's daughter. Journey into the Unknown. Kiss of the Vampire. The Last War. The Man Who Finally Died. The Menace. Metropolis. Italian Atlantis Spectacle. Mouse on the Moon. The Nightcrawlers, Night Tide, No Place Like Homicide, new title for What a Carve-Up, based on the book The Ghoul, but bearing no resemblance to the Boris Karloff version. The Nutty Professor, Jerry Lewis, in a loose version of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Off on a Flying Carpet, Bert I. Gordon. Again, I don't think that was ever made. The Old Dark House, William Castle. The Phantom of the Ferris Wheel. The Pit, third in the Great Quartama series. I think we had to wait a couple more years for that one, too. Reptilicus, Ib Melchior. Return of Mr. H. Seance on a Wet Afternoon. 
The Secret of Outer Space Island, The Secret World of Dr. Lowell, She, Hardy H. Ryder Haggard Classic of Immortality, The Slime People, The Smash Master, Son of Flubber, Space Raid 63, Target Moon, They, Tower of London, Vincent Price, Valley of Fear, Christopher Lee as Sherlock Holmes, Vampires Over London, American release at last of Bella Lugosi's last British-made film, Baron the Unbelievable, The Village That Wandered, after the novel of the same name, The War of the Planets, Wax Doll, When the Sleeper Wakes, H.D. Wells' Prophecy, X, The Man with X-Ray Eyes, Postscript, and finally, a special class of pictures, Dementia, Maniac, Nightmare, Paranoic, Schizo, and Terrified. Satisfied? Indeed we are. With movies like The Birds, Jason and the Argonauts, Carnival of Souls, and the Poe Classics, 1963 was indeed a good year. Feel free to relive it this year. That is all for this week's look at Famous Monsters of Filmland. We will have more next time. For MKR, this is Kenny saying adios. A world-famous Greek myth tells of Jason and the Argonauts, warriors in quest of the Golden Fleece. Presented on the screen for the first time, Jason and the Argonauts in color. Good luck, Mary. Stop by and see us the next time you're in. Thank you, but I'm never coming back. I don't know about that girl. How do you mean? Day before yesterday, she was the only one of three girls to survive an accident. She thinks she feel a little something. Maybe in her place, I'd do the same thing. Just pick up life again. But I still say she's behaving strange. I have no desire for the close company of other people. My dear, you cannot live in isolation from the human race. You Who's the man in the hall? Maybe you heard the boards pop or something. I didn't hear him, Mrs. Thomas. I saw him. There's nobody there. He's been following me. That's all there is to it. That old pavilion out by the lake. Somehow you associate it with all this, don't you? There was someone else there. That strange man was there. Hysteria won't solve anything. Now control yourself. You think I imagined all of it, don't you? You think I'm insane? I didn't say that. I don't mean that. That's just what I need. Get mixed up with some girl who's off her rocker. I don't want to be left alone. Well, if she's got a problem, it'll go right along with her. tinyurl.com slash mkr survey 2022. If you only follow one call to action in your entire time of listening to Monster Kid Radio, let this be the one time you go to this link. I feel this is very important for the future of Monster Kid Radio. As I said earlier, I've been going through this soft reboot and I've been trying to rebuild 
Derek the Creator as I move forward with the job situation, some of the projects that I've got in the works and all that. I want to make Monster Kid Radio better. I want to make it the best for you, but I'm not you. You're you. I can't get in that head of yours and... You know, unless you call in or send me an email or something, which you can do at monsterkidradio at gmail.com, or you can call and leave us a voicemail at our voicemail line at 360-524-2484. See how I did that? Kind of snuck that in there. Anyway, unless you do that, I don't know what you're thinking. So, again, tinyurl.com slash survey 2022 I'll make sure there's a link in the show notes at monsterkidradio.net, of course. This is completely anonymous, so please be brutally honest. I can take it. I promise. I've got a thick skin. And in the end, I think that you understand the spirit in which I'm asking these questions, and that's just to make Monster Kid Radio better. So I'm looking forward to your feedback your yes or no's, your multiple choice answers, your constructive criticism, and everything else. Again, I'll make sure there's a link in the show notes at monsterkidradio.net, where you can also find everything you need to know about Monster Kid Radio between episodes, Facebook page, Facebook group, Twitter, Discord, Reddit, Patreon, all of that, Twitch, YouTube, and uh, yeah, I I think that's it. Monsterkidradio.net. It's all there, including our Amazon affiliate link, If you're going to buy anything on Amazon, please consider using the Amazon affiliate link because that helps us out here at Monster Kid Radio. And it means the world to me because it helps to pay for this thing. I'm still not 100% as financially uh, solvent, stable, solid as I'd like to be. So anything that I can do to, you know, help afford the podcast, I'm all about. And if you're shopping on Amazon anyway, it's not like you're spending anything extra. So please consider using the Amazon affiliate link. What is coming up next week? Well, you know what? I don't know. (laughs) I really need to be better. You know, I look at people like Scott and Tracy over at the Disney Indiana podcast and And I know they're not the only ones to do this. There are so many podcasters that can sit down and plot out an entire year's worth of ideas and themes and and podcast posts and episodes and whatever. I've never been able to do that. I've always struggled to plan super far ahead. The few times that I do, I, I feel pretty proud of myself, but usually I'm always struggling. And again, I don't know what we're doing next week on the show. So stay tuned. I'll try to announce something on at least one of my various social media outlets to let people know what's coming up on the show as soon as I figure it out. So, yeah, stay tuned for that. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Again, just please consider the survey. Oh, let's give the survey a deadline. Let's give it two weeks. Okay, so let's say by January 12th, you got to get your responses in. Of course, by December 31st, you've got to get your responses in for the Monster Rally Retro Awards. And that website is tinyurl.com slash rallies 2022 P2. Make sure you get your ballot cast over there. I think that's it. So until next week. Monster Kid Radio is a registered service mark of Monster Kid Radio LLC. All original content of Monster Kid Radio by Monster Kid Radio LLC is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 3.0 Unported License. My name is Derek M. Cook. Ciao.